Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. If you don't believe that God has got his hands on this company, there's something wrong with you. and welcome to another edition of BTP Sports Talk, Sideline to Sideline. I am your host, Mitchell Brock. Joining me on the panel today is the return of the great sports Morpheus, the one and only Big Rich Walker. Rejoining us, of course, we've got the Tennessee volunteer himself, the one and only Damian Jolivet. And to my left, Laredo's finest. Around these parts... We call him Riley Cooper, except he never dropped that word that Riley Cooper dropped. At least not around us, he hasn't. The one and only, <laughs> Mr. Mike Tula. Nah, Tula, that's my man. Y'all know how we get down. So Y'all forgot to play the Sith Lord music introducing <laughs> <laughs> So what we're going to talk about today is, as we know, Coach K won his fifth NCAA championship last week. Um, this has been a year of legends. Bill Belichick won his fourth championship. Coach K won his fifth championship. So we're going to talk about Pop. Mm -hmm. Greg Popovich won mm -hmm. his fifth. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk about... You should have seven, but go ahead. Yeah. You're just like Belichick should have six, except for them doggone pesky giants. Mm. So what we're going to talk about today is the greatest <laughs> overall coach of all time. Ever? Ever. In four certain sports that okay. we all know well. We weren't going to touch the sports that none of us really, really follow. Mm -hmm. Okay, and plus this is only an hour show. So we're going to do, we're breaking it down by college basketball, college football, the NFL, and the NBA. Mm -hmm. What we've done is we've taken eight, the top eight from each of those four sports, breaking them down into brackets or regions, so to speak. And we're going to say who is BTP's, you, you guys remember the greatest quarterback of all time show, we're going to do BTP's greatest, greatest coach. coach of all time. Okay, so we're going to start off with college basketball. Mm -hmm. And let me give you guys the, um, the lineup. The number one seed is John Wooden, of mm, course, of the course. legendary John Wooden. Yeah. Against number eight, a respectable Rick Pitino, which his record would be respectable if he wasn't going against John Wooden. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start with you, Tula. Rick Pitino, John Wooden. Uh, I <laughs> I remember uh, you know, growing up, I would watch those Rick Pitino coaching videos. 
about uh, you know how to dribble. I said those VHSs. <laughs> I have a soft spot for uh, Patino. Uh, plus, he looks like John Gotti's right hand man walking mm -hmm. the sideline. Oh, he does. <laughs> but uh, you got to go with uh, the great John Wooden. I, yeah. you know, aside from you know his success, you know what was it? Uh, ten, uh, ten, ten championships. Ten right? rings. Yep. Ten rings. Twelve the, Final Fours. The pyramid of success. I mean that. Just the, the motivational, you know, aspect of it, I, I love that. Uh, and obviously hearing, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Walton, old, you know, former players, they have a, they always talk about him as a man first, then coach second. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, he left quite the impression. So uh, you got to go with him over my man, Patino. Although, Patino, I appreciate all the time you spent teaching me, you know, the game of basketball via VHS. One of these days, <laughs> we are going to get an answer from Tula that is less than 30 <laughs> I don't know when it's going to oh, be, man. but one of these days, we're going to get a short answer from Tula. Next Neverwary. Next Neverwary. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes you you, though, dog. But, um, yeah, I mean, Big Rich, who you rolling with? You know what? I uh -oh. think I'm going to change things up just a little bit, just kind of change the pace a little oh, bit. Because, um, I mean, everybody's expecting me to pick Wooden. And you're right, I'm going to pick Wooden. Okay. But I'm going to change the pace another time. I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jalavet? Yeah. Well, to me, it's kind of unfair to really put these two against one another just due to the simple fact that the different eras. Mm -hmm. You know, Rick Pitino's coaching okay. the age where it's a tournament of 64 mm -hmm. rather than a tournament, tournament of what, what when John Wooden like comes 16. 16. Yeah. You, you know, the UCLA team would have run, run, run through some. some uh, I mean, some I'm pretty records. sure. I mean, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, but he was getting the number ones every single year, though. The that's greatest. Nice. Yeah. In the yeah. college, that means something. That's not his that's fault. That means that but at the same coach, time, the, the best players want to come to you. Yes, but he had to go through more. To, Rick Pitino has to go through more in order to get to the championship, which, but I mean, John wouldn't. No, okay. Clearly. I mean, I don't care. See, look, you can play that violin. I man. don't care when you coached. If you coached for 30 plus years and you won 80%, he won, he coached for exactly 30 years, 46 to 75, and you coached and you won 80% of your games and you got 10 championships, 12 final fours, and six times coaching year, I don't care when you coached. That's dominating your That's plus, dominating. Plus the streak. They plus the streak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, like, you can never punish a guy for when he played because mm -hmm. he, he did, you know, so it's, it's a clean sweep. We got John Wooden over Rick Pitino. <laughs> now, this is an interesting one. We were talking about this um, before we came on. <laughs> Dean Smith, legendary North Carolina coach who passed away <laughs> a couple months ago, rest in peace, and UConn women's coach, Gino Oriema. Mm. Okay, now guys are laughing, but the, guy won, the guys won 10 championships. I mean, 18 nine times tournament champion, six times coach of the year. You can't disrespect that. But... Tula, who you rolling with? I'm not gonna in 30 seconds or less. I got you. I got you. I'm saving my long answer for later. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna disrespect. I'm just gonna say maybe we should have had a separate bracket because I'm picking Dean Smith in this. It, yeah. it, it seems, it seems like it's two different sports we're judging here. Well, it is, and, and and that's the thing. That's why that's why I did it this way. And there are only two women's coaches in the whole thing. Him and Pat Summit. Trying to cause controversy, I understand, but mm. uh, I'm not taking do, the bait. I'm not baby. taking the bait. Lurch, who you rolling with? <laughs> Dean Smith. <laughs> that took a lot of thought now, didn't it? <laughs> Joe LeVette, who you rolling with? Dean Smith. I'm just going to be the chauvinist that I am. Yeah. Look, I'm like this, man. Anybody who wins 87% of their games and 10 championships, Doesn't I don't matter. care what who level. Who you're coaching, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. That is the man.
Yeah. But I'm going with Dean Smith because there um, it is. Thank you. You know, 77% two ships. Here's what really sold me on Dean Smith: 17 ACC championships. Mm. Keep in mind the ACC has been the basketball conference with um, Duke, mm-hmm. Carolina, mm-hmm. to win that bad boy 17 times. That's the 11 Final Fours. Yeah. Four times coach of the year, ridiculous. God. All right, so we got a clean Smith on Dean, a queen sweep on Dean Smith. Pat Summit, Adolph Rupp. Ooh. Big Rich. Uh, I, I really respect and appreciate everything that, that Coach Summit brings to the game. <laughs> <laughs> really. We dude. already know where we going. I said going Adolph. I'm sorry. Okay. Jolivet. All right. I'm going to go Pat Summit. Mm. This is the reason why. One, she was not only the coach, but she was their doggone trainer when she first got there as a coach. She had to take. She she was the coach and the person taping their ankles, training the girls. She was their rehab space. She was everything. She started coaching that team when she was like 22 years old, Mm -hmm. and she made that. If it wasn't for her having, you know, her illness, she would still be coaching today. And I've actually walked through practices. And actually seeing them. You're walk. speaking like a volunteer. Dude. Yeah. Doggone right I am. Disney movie yeah. in the making right yeah. there. Doggone right. I've actually walked through the practices and actually seen Pat <laughs> Summit. And I wouldn't be surprised if Coach Sam, Coach Summit coached some dudes, to be honest, which is as hard as she is. Well, yeah. she, she tried yeah. to recruit you until she figured out you weren't Brittany Grant. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> see? Exactly. <laughs> see? That's fine. Except for the fact that I'm older. Right, right. Tula. Uh, I don't mean to rub you the wrong way or hoop you the wrong way. He's here all week, bro. I'm going I'm gonna go ahead. You're going to rub? Yeah. I'm like this. This is what really got me with Pat Summit. 84, as long as she coached, she won 84% of her games, eight championships, eight NCAA championships, 16 SEC championships, seven times coach of the year, and here's the kicker. She is the Tennessee head coach emeritus. Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? That means no matter who else is the coach, I'm the coach. That's like Ricky. She's is the, the Ricky Jackson champion of Tennessee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Johnny Majors didn't even get the emeritus coach yeah. in Tennessee. I mean, Adolph Wupp, 82%, four championships, six Final Fours, five times coach of the year. I mean, she's her own. This is a, a legend. A yeah, that's why I, yeah. I, I'm with Jolivet. I got to go with Pat Summit over Adolph Rupp just because. So it's a tie. But so how do we decide? You know how we decide. The same way we decided to. Oh boy, it's gonna be Pat Summit. Ding ding ding. All right. Okay. Final matchup, and this is, to me, this is like the championship, regardless of seeding. One of these guys is gonna be in a championship, in my opinion. Yeah. Coach K and Bobby Knight. Ooh. Ooh. Four and five. Wow. Start with you. I'm not gonna be a prisoner of the moment. I'm going to go Bobby Knight. Why is that? I'm going to go Bobby Knight. Um, I know he's got three. Coach K's got five. But I feel like uh, uh, you can put <clears throat> you can put a little bit of an asterisk on, on if you're comparing both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Knight got Indiana and Coach K's got Duke. Um, and I like, I, like, I like Bobby Knight, man. I like Bobby Knight. I'm, I'm going to go with Bobby Knight. Okay, Bobby Knight. Lurch. Throw um, a chair over if you disagree. Mm-hmm. I, I was about to flip my chair over and throw, throw it that way. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect, Bobby Knight. You know, he's a great coach, but you, get, you, you have to acknowledge what Coach K has done. Coach K. Javit? Now. No. 
I'm not finna say nothing light. Okay. I'm gonna have to go Coach K. Okay. Just due to the fact that he is the guy that the NBA players request for the U.S. Yeah, Olympic so, team. Yeah. They, they like, hey, look, they want to play for him. They right. want to be there. And not only that, but in a and day and Christian age. Leitner with you. <laughs> oh, but in an era where, where players go in and out, he constantly get these guys to commit for him for some years because a lot of these guys, they can they're go crazy in. About him. Yeah, they're crazy we saw about that him. When we and, and, and it's not just, crazy it's not just hey, look, come play for me for a year like, people, like they do Calipari in, in Kentucky and mm-hmm. go, off, go along your way and become a millionaire. They, they love Coach K. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Bobby Knight's intensity. Though. Yeah, I, I got to go with Coach K as well. I mean. NBA wants him, too. They keep calling his name. Here, here's, here's what got me with, with uh, Coach K. He's won five ships tonight's three. Um, 12 regular season, 13 tournament championships, and 12 final fours. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Nine championship games. He's won five, but he's lost four. But to get there... Nine, Nine times, times yeah. is redi- and he's still in his prime. Right. He's nowhere near retirement. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it's Coach K. So now the semis are going to be, and we need to go through this quickly, is um, Wooden. John Wooden against Dean Smith. Dean Smith. Mm. Ooh, whoa, we're getting tough. Oh, we're getting tough. Do, do we really? Do we? Oh. You would make me go first. Absolutely. Um, because you sighed. John, John Wooden, Dean Smith. I just had to say Wooden was just so dominant. Um, I, I got to go by a hair, John Wooden, by okay. a hair. Jalvet, quickly. Smith. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just going to go Smith. <laughs> uh, I got to go with John Wooden. John Wooden, okay. So we got, who'd you pick, Rich? Wooden. You got Wooden. Yeah. And you picked. Wooden. Wooden Smith. Smith, Wooden. Wooden Smith, okay. And. You getting personal with this vote? Wooden. Yeah. Who'd you pick? Wooden. Okay. Well, I'm going Wooden too. I mean, <laughs> 80% in 30 years? Yeah. Ridiculous. Guy coached 30 years, won 10 championships. Yes. That, that, a third of the time he coached, he won yeah. a championship. Yeah. I mean, that one there is yeah. just totally yeah. a toss. So you can't about all really. the, the final four appearances yeah. in there. Mm. So. Pat Summit, Coach K. Coach K. Coach K? Well, you already know I'm going Pat Summit, so I don't even know. There's no point oh, in asking me. Tula? <sighs> I, honestly, I don't think it matters because the, 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 the next round I'm, I'm going with, with John Wooden. So for the drama, for the story, <laughs> for the feel good. For what she did to everybody in Tennessee, I'm going to go with Pat Summit here. Okay. I'm going K. So um, <laughs> it's Coach okay, K. Yeah. The finals. Out of the college basketball bracket, Coach K, John Wooden, Big Rich. Um, I'm going with, uh, man, um, I, I got to stick with John Wooden, man. I got to. Jalvet? I got to go with Coach K, just due to the fact that he's had to play a lot more games to get to the championship than John Wooden. Tula? I got to go with the pyramid of success. I know people are going to argue different eras, but you can't knock someone for that. And yeah. But you know what, Coach K's career ain't over yet. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's still he's still in his prime. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna go with Wooden too. Like you said, that that was the perfect example, the pyramid for which everything is is built. And you gotta think his influence. K, yeah, K. John Wooden never lost a championship game. <laughs> K has lost. He's won. Wooden has won as many as K has been to plus one. <laughs> so yeah. it's John wow. Wooden. So. 
The champion, the, the uh, college basketball regional champion, is John Wooden. So we got to take a break, folks. And when we come back, we will be talking some college football. So we'll be right back after this break. When the Harris County Dome Stadium opened to the public on April 9th, 1965, the eyes of the world focused on Texas. It was the largest structure of its kind anywhere in the world's first dome stadium. The New York Times called it the most important, distinctive, and influential stadium ever built in the United States. And they were right. The Astrodome, with its long lists of firsts, including the first animated scoreboard, the first skyboxes, and the first artificial turf, changed the way sports were played. Presidents, Kings, astronauts, and cowboys. Everyone wanted to see the eighth wonder of the world. People gathered in the tens of thousands for Major League Baseball, NFL football, boxing, motor sports, concerts, and other entertainment events. Records were set here. Hearts were broken here. And the Astrodome proved that iconic structures can attract global commerce, world recognition, and community pride. It did it then, and it will again. The Astrodome. That important piece of Harris County history is primed to inspire once more. The vision that drove Judge Roy Hoffines and the legions of architects, engineers, and supporters of the Astrodome to greatness has been refocused. Dreams have been reimagined, plans redesigned, and the future of the dome is even brighter than its past. As the gateway to Reliant Park, the Dome will transform the complex into an entertainment experience unlike any other in the world. From the outside, the Dome will still be recognizable as an historic and iconic structure. On the inside, the Dome's 175-foot ceilings and 350,000 square feet of unobstructed, column-free space provide opportunities not available anywhere else. The dome will be updated with modern materials to a silhouette befitting the Houston landscape. Exterior ramps, ticket booths, substations, and transmission lines will be eliminated. Berms will be removed and the surrounding site will be lowered so guests can enjoy the outdoor areas. Restaurants and concession areas will be added along with restrooms and other guest amenities. Beautiful park-like areas will provide shade and additional space for guests to gather. The interior of the dome will be overhauled as well, creating unique venue space for a limitless array of events. Seating will be removed to create an unobstructed space. The floor will be raised to street level and glass entrances will be added on the north, south, east and west to bring in light and create views. 
Over the last 13 years, more than 59 million people have visited the Reliant Park Complex, bringing millions of dollars of tax revenue and positive economic impact to Harris County. The new dome will up the game even more, giving Reliant Park a competitive edge. Already, organizers of events like the Offshore Technology Conference, the NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Championship, and the Shell and Pennzoil Grand Prix of Houston have publicly supported plans for the Dome. And that's just the beginning. The Dome will provide an unparalleled venue for experiences, sporting events, trade shows, graduations, and other entertainment and community activities. Around the world, there are but a few iconic landmarks that have become synonymous with the cities they represent. In Paris, it's the Eiffel Tower. In Sydney, it's the Opera House. In Houston, it's the Dome. It's an important part of our history and an integral part of our future. The Dome, the best is yet to come. Hey folks, and welcome back. Thank you guys for your support as always. And if you're not following us on social media, make sure you do so. We're on Facebook at BTP Sports Talk. We're on Instagram at BTP underscore sports. We are on Twitter at BTP Sports. And make sure you guys are subscribing to our YouTube channel, which is Bring the Pain Sports. We see you guys watching the videos, but the subscriptions helps us out more than you'll ever know. Of course, here at BTP, we know that there's no us without you. So we're talking about the greatest coach of all time overall. We got John Wooden coming out of the college basketball bracket. So now let's go to, let's change it up a little bit and go to college football. Uh -huh. Everybody's shaking their heads like, yeah, yeah it's going down. So the number one seed, of course, the one and only Paul Bear Bryant against the number eight seed, Bo Schembechler. Wow. Legendary Michigan coach. Wow. Bo Blue. You know, me being a lifelong Michigan fan, I knew what Bo Schembechler was about. But I didn't realize, I looked up his accomplishments and his record, and I wasn't as impressed as I thought I would be, believe it or not. So, Tula. Well, I know you're a Michigan guy, and I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm going to go I with... I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Bear Bryant on this one. Uh, six championships, 14 SEC championships. You got to go with him. Okay. Rich? Going Bryant. Um, his, his, his track record speaks for itself. You can just say the bear, and everybody knows who you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bear. The bear. Me too. As diehard go blue as I am, man, I got to go with the bear. And this is what uh, Bo Schembechler, believe it or not, he didn't even win a national championship. Mm -hmm. He won several Big Tens. He won a Big Ten 13 times, which was arguably the toughest division or conference in college football at that time. Right. So that's respectable. Um, Six-time Big Ten coach of the year, didn't win a national coach of the year. And this is what turned me off about Bo. He was 5-12 and 12 in bowl games. Mm. So when what about he, his record against Michigan, though? I think that, I mean, against, against uh, Ohio. Notre Dame. 
against the, well Ohio and Notre Dame. We lead both of those series. Yeah, but I think mm -hmm. that's that's kind of where he made his money. That was you yeah. know growing up in Michigan, it was always that's like a championship it, game. It, it is. Yeah. It, is. Yeah. it was the big. We put more emphasis on the Big Ten championship than national championship and the Rose Bowl back then. It yeah. was conference ties. Right. All right. Michigan cared about was the Rose Bowl. Yeah. We didn't care. Beat Ohio, win, win the, the Rose, Rose Bowl. Bowl. Beat right. Notre Dame, beat Ohio, win the Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. That's our national championship. And he did that. Mm -hmm. But against the Bear, you know. Not even close. No, right. So, uh, round two, speaking of Notre Dame, Newt Rockney, win one for the Gipper, and legendary Nebraska coach Tom Osborne. Mm -hmm. I'll start with you on this one, Tula. I mean, I know the legacy of, of Rockney, but, uh, you know, maybe it's a personal thing. I saw those, uh, you know, 90s Nebraska teams. Tommy Frazier, Lawrence Phillips, all those guys. Tearing it up. I got to – I'm going to go – I'm going to go with Tom Osborne. Osborne? Okay. Jalvet? Yeah. Osborne. Big Rich? Osborne. Wow. I didn't I, – I expected somebody to pick Newt Rockney because I'm going Osborne too. I mean – this guy, 255 and 49. Are Ridiculous. you kidding me? And three ties, three mm -hmm. ships, 12 Big Eight. At the time, it was the Big Eight. 12 Big Eight championships and seven times coach of the year. Ridiculous. Unreal. Yeah. But he still stole half of our championship in 97. I ain't forgot about that. <laughs> but I'm going to pick him. All right. Now, disclaimer. And, and when I sent out the run sheet for this segment, I made sure I told everybody, personal stuff aside, Joe Paterno, number, number three against number six, Woody Hayes. Regardless of how you feel about that situation at Penn mm -hmm. State, we're talking football. Tula. Joe Pa was there for a while, but, I mean, Woody Hayes, he's got five national championships mm -hmm. to Joe Pa's two. Mm -hmm. That should be enough right there. All right, Joe Pa, Javet. No, I, I, I'm going with Hayes. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, my mistake. Hayes, yeah. yeah, you did. I love Joe Pa. I just love what he was about as far as what he meant to Penn State football. Mm -hmm. By the time all that stuff, forget all that stuff. Penn State football, nothing. Penn State, wouldn't Penn State have been, University. Wouldn't yeah. have been Penn State University without Joe Paul. I mean. he, he built that university. He went beyond the football program. Yeah. Right. yeah, and the way that he brought those players into his home and he made them feel like family. Mm -hmm. I got to go with Joe Paul. I mean, the most wins ever, and then they got negated because he was so old that he couldn't comprehend what somebody was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Big Rich. For real. Joe Paul is college football royalty. You, I mean, yeah, I think you, I, I'm not gonna, I can't repeat anything that you, you didn't already say, but um, what he means to that program and to the sport itself, I mean, speaks volumes. I got to go with Joe Pro. I'm going to shed a tear. I got to go with Woody Hayes, and I'm going to tell you why. Because they played in the same conference in the same era, and – Joe, go ahead. I was going to ask what the record is. Woody Hayes has 13 Big Ten championships to Joe Pa's three. Mm. And Joe Pa coached for six million years. <laughs> and he won seven <laughs> less Big Ten championships. Um, the record, of course, goes to Joe Pa because he coached longer. But national championships, like you said, Hayes has five, Joe Pa has two. So he's killing him in national championships and conference championships, and they played in the same conference at the same time. Mm -hmm. I got to give it to Woody Hayes. So, of course, I'm always the tiebreaker. <laughs> so what you're saying is you it, like that school in Ohio a lot more than Michigan. It hurts me. You know it hurts, but you know I'm good. What school did he coach? Big, big Blue, I, I, I apologize, but you know me. I got to keep it real, you know. 
He coached that school in Columbus. Oh, wow. Oh, so we go from the, not the state, just saying just the city Columbus. now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Matter of fact, the name of the stadium, the street is called Woody Hayes Boulevard. <laughs> you know, so, all right, this is an interesting one. Of course, four and five is always good. Mm -hmm. Eddie Robinson, number four, legendary Grambling State University coach, number five, Bobby Bowden from Florida State. And we talked about this a little bit before we came on the air. Joe Levitt, I heard you. I heard mm -hmm. your mouth open, so you must be ready. Uh, I'm going Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bow? Um, yeah, Bobby Bowden. I'm just going. The man recruited his behind off, built that program for years and years and years. He built the program so much that when he had cancer, he wouldn't tell a recruit that he had cancer because he was afraid he was going to lose the guy. Right. right. And he coached through it, you know, all other kind of stuff. I mean, dude had prime time. Can't disrespect that. Can't and, disrespect and, that. and had Randy Moss at one point in time. But. Right. I mean, I understand the, you, you, this is one of those brackets you kind of can flip-flop, mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm just going to do right now. I mean, I understand the significance of uh, Eddie Robinson, and if you're going on that, you know, if you're, if you're placing more emphasis on that, maybe he's got the edge, but I'm just going off of, you know, off of Jolivet, you know, kind of production. I remember those Florida State teams were killer. They were stupid. I mean, they were just stupid. It's absolutely crazy. And you're saying, oh, we got all those players. Well, he recruited. Yeah. He recruited all his players. He's the coach. That's what he's supposed to do. So uh, Bobby Bowden, I'm going with him. Bobby Bowden's Florida State teams could have beaten some of the <laughs> OEMs. I'm sorry. Before we started yeah. this segment, we were just we were talking about the 99 Florida 90, State. Was it 90, 96. 96? 96. I'm sorry, Florida State championship team, and we were just looking at the roster. It looked like an NFL roster. It yeah. was just incredible. The teams he had. Now, me myself, I picked Eddie Robinson. I mean, y'all y'all got me on this one, but I picked Eddie Rob because you gotta think about this guy four. 08, 165, and 15. 17 SWAT championships, nine black college national championships. Now, a lot of people want to discard HBCU football. Me, myself, being an HBCU football alumni, of course, I'm a little biased, mm -hmm. but a lot of people, oh, that's black college football. You got to think about it. Back when Bob, uh, I'm sorry, back when Eddie Robb coached, blacks were not allowed to play at the big schools. Right. You know, uh, if you were a top recruit in Louisiana, you couldn't go to LSU. You went to Southern or you went to Grambling. You know, if you were a top recruit here in Texas, you didn't go to UT, A&M. You went to PV or you went to TSU. So Eddie Robinson, look, this guy put over 200 players in the in NFL. The yeah. mm -hmm. So he had top-notch players at that time. Now it's a little bit more wide open now, um, but he's just legendary. But you know what? Y'all won. So it's Bobby Bo. Hey, y'all. Haters. Yeah. Sorry. I said it all out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, you're not. You're right. All right. So now the semis are the Bear versus Tom Osborne. Tula? <laughs> I mean, I got I to gotta, I gotta go. I can't, you can't, I can't argue against the Bear. Can't argue against the Bear. Looks like this might be a, a, a all number one seeds. Bear. Bear. The Bear. I wish I brought my hat with me to Bear. Oh, Lord. The hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They gave out uh, Bear Bryant hats at the uh, Bear Bryant Award, which we covered the past two of them. And um, it looks ridiculous on both of us because it's yeah. so small and our heads are, like, ginormous. But, um, yeah, me too. It's the Bear, man, all day. So, Woody Hayes, Bobby Bowden. Tula. I heard somebody sign over there. You got to kind of look at these, especially college football coaches, as architects as well. And the teams that they construct and how they dominate. Um, and I'm having a hard time <laughs> given that, you know, having that said. You're uh, buying time. 
I know yeah, he's yeah, he I am. Time. They're kind of the same area. I'm going to go. I'm going Woody Hayes. I'm going Woody Hayes. Wow. The upset. Got a little bit of drama. Bobby, I mean, Woody, John Wooden and Woody Hayes? Mm -hmm. No, no. No, oh, um, Woody Hayes, Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden, Woody Hayes. Bobby Bowden, Woody Hayes? I'm going to have to go with Woody Hayes. I am. Like another four or five. Going about, I'm going about it. Once again, whew, that, that is tougher than I thought it was going yeah, to be. Yeah, it is. Hmm. That blue blood. Two blue. nationals, five nationals, 12 conference, 10 conference. I got to go with Hayes too, man. man it, it, yeah. You can't lose with either one of them. I got to go Hayes. So um, it's Woody Hayes. So now you got the Bear against Woody Hayes. Mm. Mm. Real quickly, um, Tula. Well, uh, we're going to have to hibernate Hayes because I'm, I'm going with the Bear going on this the bear. one. Ooh. Lurch? The Bear. The Bear? Yeah. Bear. Clean sweep. Woody, I know I'm a big blue and I, I rode you long as I could, but the Bear is just too dominant. Yeah. 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 That's mythical, man. Yep. So that's it, man. We got uh, Bear Bryant coming out of the college football bracket. So just a quick recap, the college basketball bracket, we got John Wooden, which was the number one seed, college football bracket. We got Paul Bear Bryant, Alabama, and A&M coach. A lot of people forget mm -hmm. he coached at A&M, mm -hmm. too, um, coming out of the college football bracket. So when we come back, we're going to jump into the NBA. So um, we're going to take a very, very quick break, and we'll be back with the greatest NBA coach of all time, according to BTP, Mitchell Brock, and we'll be right back. Uh, Leah Frazier-Dixon here, and we're at the Shell Open, and I've got my dear friend, Mark Dusbabic, who is the PGA rules official. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. What is that exactly, Mark? Well, if you look at all the other sports and the officials and you see with the NCAA basketball tournament going on, the, the officials getting involved in the games, we're the opposite. We're actually enjoyed and liked by most of the players and the, and the public and respected a little bit more, I guess. But uh, we don't run into the, the issues and, and the crit criticism that a lot of the other professional officials run into. But every sport has to have officials, and so we're the golf ones. I Full disclosure, everybody, I've known Mark since college and... Back when I knew Mark, Mark was coming from being a uh, runner-up with Mr. Basketball in high school, a prolific, wonderful college football player. How in the heck did we transition from football to golf? Well, let's full disclosure again that uh, I used to beat you in one-on-one, -on -one, so we used to have our little one-on-one matchups. But uh, you know what? I was um, when I retired from football, I was looking for something else to do, and um, and I bounced around in some financial jobs, and and I kind of had to sit down, talk with myself, and find had to find something I really and truly loved, and um, and I always went back to golf. Everything kept going back to golf, and so I figured, how can I find a job in golf? So I. I searched around I started at the bottom as a volunteer that typically is a wonderful way to start anything that you love because you know the saying goes that if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life and a lot of times when we volunteer we're volunteering in things that we love so I completely understand that uh, full disclosure again <laughs> not too much no 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. So talk about uh, your days because out of college, 
when you were playing football, you were drafted by the Houston Oilers. And so you have several ties actually here in Houston still. So talk about that from back then till now, um, being here at the Joe Houston Open. <laughs> well, that was a past life for me, actually. I mean, it's, it was so long ago. It was 1987 that I was drafted here. So a um, lot of changes, a lot of people and, and personnel changes. I don't even recognize areas that I go back to. So I get lost going around Houston. It's such a big city. And, and I love coming back here, though. The people are so nice and so friendly. And the fact that I, I started here and, and, and can actually say I lived here two and a half years, it's, it's a joy to come back. Indeed. Well, folks, we are just so pleased that Mark Dusbabic had time to share with us today. And if you get a chance, come on out to the Houston Shell Open. This is Leah Frazier-Dixon, Bring the Pain Sports. Hey, folks, and welcome back. As we are, you all know, we are discussing the greatest overall coach of all time. Um, coming out of the college basketball bracket, we got John Wooden. Coming out of the college football bracket, we got Bear Bryant, both number one seeds in their respective brackets. And now we're going to go to the NBA. Again, this is something that I did. I just took the top eight from each sport, seeded them according to what I thought. So again, this is nothing official. This is just something I made up. And so far, it seems to be flowing pretty good. So the number one seed was Phil Jackson, obviously. You know, 11 championship. It's hard to believe. Actually, it's not hard to believe, but he won 11 championships and he only won coach of the year once. Mm -hmm. go, go figure. Well, talk to me. His opponent is number eight, Jerry Sloan. Ooh. Ooh. Jerry Sloan is, uh, I feel like he is not giving credit. I feel like he's a better coach than we know him to be simply because he didn't win a Utah. Yeah. Utah. Yeah. Small market. No one wants to go to Utah to play, and, mm. uh, you know, uh, he's going up against Phil Jackson in this bracket, and in real life he couldn't beat Phil Jackson, so I'm going Phil Jackson here. But Jerry Sloan. Very underrated. Very underrated. Because he never won a championship. Mm -hmm. But how many teams won championships in the 90s? I remember it was such <laughs> a big deal. Yeah, because Phil Jackson, Jackson was in the way, though. With well, you know who? No, Phil Jackson wasn't in the way. Well, he with you know who. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so Rich, you got the floor. Go ahead with it. Yeah, uh, from a I know. Now, if we're talking pure X's and O's, I'm going with Sloan in that in that dialogue. But you know, it's, it's more than just you know getting the whiteboard and drawing up plays. Getting the what? Getting the whiteboard and drawing. Oh, the whiteboard. Plays. Yeah. I thought you plays. said it's more than getting the whiteboard and drawing. <laughs> plays. Like you need more than John Stockton. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that that's that's true also. Okay, okay. You said whiteboard. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's true also. But you know, it's more than that. It's the 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 mind games that he played with players. Whatever it is that he did to motivate them worked. Zen master. The Zen master thing worked. He he took people to the promised land. So you you got to go with Phil Jackson. Got to go with Phil. How I many? How can you go against him? Yeah. I mean, just like you said, I'm not going to repeat it, but when players actually dug themselves in a hole, he forced them to dig themselves mm -hmm. out of it. Yeah. He, didn't, he wouldn't call timeout just to war for you get a break. So do you think that call Jer on you. Uh, we're pretty much going on accomplishments. We're not, you know, do you think Jer they agree that Jerry Sloan, and I agree too, that Jerry Sloan is a better coach, mm -hmm. overall X's mm -hmm. and O's coach, wow. Co X's and O's wise. Now, I know, I know. Do you think Jerry Sloan could outcoach Phil Jackson in a seven-game series, even though they played the finals twice and Jerry Sloan mm -hmm. lost both times? Yeah. <laughs> I, if the circumstances are different, if the players are different, maybe. If that, that, that's my whole but argument that, against Phil Jackson. That's the whole thing. Now, I'm picking Phil Jackson I, 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 out of respect, but 
every championship Phil Jackson won, he had the best player in the league at the time on the his guy. team. The guy. Doug Collins. Yeah, the same this is team. True. This is and, true. And uh, I really, to, 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 to have this argument kind of leveled, you would want Jerry Sloan to be a Laker coach because then – you know, he'd be able to actually, yeah, actually get free, free agents and all that stuff. But even when Shaquille O'Neal went to Los Angeles, that Utah team spanked they did. that Laker team. They, they, did. They, would, they would beat everybody up. It yeah. didn't matter who you – Rockets. They beat them four or, games to one one year, didn't yeah, they? I just remember that yeah. at that time it was a big deal to win even a regular season game at Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Utah. Yeah, mm-hmm. In Utah. I mean, so that tells you something. With the altitude and the crowd and all that stuff. Sloan got a bad rap on the seating, I think. Uh, but you're going to you got to hit the rest. You got to hit the rest of the yeah, guys, though. Going against Phil Jackson. So, yeah, it's, it's Phil Jackson. I mean, all right, number two is uh, Red Auerbach, of course, a legendary Boston Celtics coach. And he's going up against Don Nelson, another very underrated coach mm-hmm. because he never won the championships. So, talk to me about – well, I'll start with you. Jalavet. Go ahead. Don uh, Nelson and who? Red Auerbach. Red Auerbach. You know, none of these guys are going to make it to the final person. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm Auerbach is the second Red. seed now. Yeah, but Red Auerbach. Okay. <laughs> Red, no doubt. Um, his accomplishments, I mean, speak for itself. Don just couldn't get it done. Yeah. I liked that Warriors team that Nelson had with Stephen Jackson, Barry Martin Davis, oh, uh, who team. couldn't get past Jerry Sloan's Jazz team. Mm-hmm. 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 But, uh, yeah, Red Auerbach, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say something nice about Don. Tula always turns into a mobster, like, hey, come on, come on, come on. He turns into a wise guy, like, mid <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, nine ships, again, but again, nine ships and only one-time coach of the year. That's saying a lot. That tells you how, how, how much talent. those awards mean. Yep. Just like the exactly. MVPs, they don't mean anything. Yeah, um, I'm going with Red, too. I mean, Don Nelson won three Coach of the Years, but he never won. He never even won a Western Conference Championship, yeah. so you can't. But his record, I had to throw him on there. Number three, Pat Riley. Mm. Legendary Pat Riley against number six, another very underrated coach because of his uh, playing days, Lenny Wilkins. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's got a ship. 1979, Seattle Sonics. Sonics, yeah. Tula, who you got? Going with Pat Riley. Um, Lakers won some championships there. Had a great Knicks team in the 90s. That yeah. People forget about. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and the Heat. Wasn't he the coach when, he was right. the coach when, they, the when they lost to the Rockets? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was the coach. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I just got to go with him. Yeah. I mean, this guy's. Pat Riley, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Pat. Pat Riley. P-A-T. Here, here's a quick little did you know. Pat Riley has a championship at every level possible in the NBA. He won a championship yeah. as a player with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He won a championship as an assistant with the Lakers. He won a championship as a head coach with the Lakers and the Heat. Mm-hmm. And now he's got two championships as a front office executive Ooh. with the Heat. Every level possible, this man has a championship. Ooh. Yeah. Smells like a winner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pat, Pat is the man, dude. And again, went to the finals with the Knicks. And then took the Rockets to seven games, if and, I'm not mistaken. And, and mm-hmm. John Starks is the reason why he doesn't have yep. a championship. Choke boy. Yeah. Choke <laughs> boy. Yep. So, yeah, Pat Riley in the clean sweep. You, you said Yeah, I said Pat. John all Starks right. missing all those open shots. That Here's, so an inter- Here's an interesting one. I can pretty much answer for you. <laughs> Number four, Greg Popovich. Oh, that's not interesting. Number five. <laughs> interesting for us. But he's going against my man, Daddy Rich. Number five, Chuck Daly. Rest ooh, in peace. Ooh, 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 ooh. You ain't even got an answer. 
He's a Spurs fan, in case y'all ain't figured out. Well, I, I'm, I'm objective, though. See, yeah. unlike, unlike you guys, I'm oh, able to be objective oh, and, and not be emotional about this. <laughs> and you know, Chuck Daly, you know, the, the, those Pistons teams, he was able to beat the Jordan teams that apparently any coach, you know, if they were yeah, given that Jordan Bull team, can just win a championship just like that. But apparently uh, these guys didn't get the memo. But anyway, we're going Popovich on this one. Come on. I just want to step in that jab. I, I didn't realize we uh, acquired a fertilizer sponsor. But <laughs> thanks for introducing. Us. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to go. It's closer than than you think, but mm -hmm. only because of the the hardware. I'm going to go with Pop. I have to go with Pop just due to the fact that he doesn't care what the NBA says. He's going to do what he want to do and do it. He's an outlaw. We we were talking about like it that. before the camera started rolling. How he's the only coach that's got the gall to rest his players and not make excuses. Say, yes, I'm resting my guys for the playoff. You don't like it, piss off. Yeah. But he keeps winning championships. Yeah. You know, me being a Detroit boy, of course I want to say Chuck Daly because he's got the two, went to the finals three times. Of course, Bad we lost boys. in 88 went to the Lakers, and then they won the two championships. And his record, 209, 156, and one. And the gold medal, too. Hmm? Gold medal. And yeah. a gold medal, absolutely. Yeah. Right. The dream team. I think this is a, this is a longevity thing with Popovich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Daly. exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. Co it was Daly's, closer than it appears. Yeah, yeah. Coach Daly's reign wasn't long enough, but right. what he did in the time he coached can't be can't be ignored. And that was right. golden era too. Oh yeah, uh, when yeah. the NBA was when you could play. Hey, back he, then. he beat Showtime. I mean, that's he, did. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Should have had a, a, a repeat. You're a Lakers fan, so I know you yep. remember yep. in in '88. <laughs> On that phantom foul mm -hmm. in game six, where we could have wrapped it up, they, they a phantom foul, Kareem knocked down both free throws, and when it went to game seven, I knew we were going to lose. You know, so... So the Laker favoritism with the refs, it was in the 80s. Uh, and no, everybody every, every, everybody so knows that was a bad a call. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, he didn't even breathe on Kareem. Yeah, you know, oddly so enough, the Lakers back yet again. Yeah. And that's another one of those, um, they talked about it on the Bad Boys documentary, the... Champagne was already in the Pistons locker room. Kareem makes the free throws, go to game seven, Lakers win it. So Chuck really should have had three rings, but it's another story. Mm -hmm. I'm off my Detroit Pistons soapbox now. All right, <laughs> so the, <laughs> the semis are the Zen Master and Mr. Cigar, Red Auerbach. Ooh, ooh. Big Rich. <sighs> you know what? I'm gonna go with the upset here. I'm, I'm gonna go Red. That's not that big of an upset. Not that big of an upset, yeah. but um, I think they're 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 similar in in stature, you know. Be, both being guys that coach stack teams in a, you know, you know, having legendary players on their team. But I think if you were to take strip away some of that talent, Rick Ray would be more successful because he's more of a game manager than Phil is. I go for that. Yeah, Jalen. Hmm. I'm just gonna keep it as it is, and I'm just gonna go with the Zen Master. Bill Jackson. One and one? This this is a, you, you almost, these are two myths going at each other, two legends. Um, obviously, Arbach preceded Jackson. It was in an era where maybe it wasn't as uh, competitive or as difficult to win a championship back then, simply because of condensed size versus, uh, you know, when Phil Jackson did it. And uh, Phil Jackson took two teams, you know, uh, he had how many three-peats? Three three-peats? Phil Jackson? Phil Jackson? Yeah, wait, two, 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 three, yeah, two three-peats, but... I mean, I'm going with Phil Jackson. Okay. Well, I'm going with Red Auerbach. And I, I'm from I'm a Detroit fan, so I hate Boston and Chicago and the Lakers. But Red, this is why, I mean, 11 championships to nine, 
both have one coach of the year, but the only reason I'm going to give Red Auerbach the nod is because he was also the GM at the same time. Oh, he's got 11. Oh. Jackson got 11. What'd I say, 10? Yeah. Yeah, uh, nine. No, Red Auerbach has, has nine. nine. Oh, okay, yeah, Auerbach yeah. has nine, and Phil has 11. Yeah. But he was also the GM at the same time. So I got to go with Auerbach on that one. All right, and we got to go through this one quickly. So Red Auerbach, it's just the, the number one seed has been knocked out. Pat Riley, Greg Popovich, real quick. Uh, Greg Popovich, come on. Of course. Riley. Riley. <laughs> Pop. Right. You want to be right or wrong? I'm going Pat. You're wrong. I'm going Pat. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm also, but I'm also the host. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. so many different levels. Yeah, exactly. That that that's that I gave y'all about on every level. Come on, he's a coach though, right? Coach. Yeah. we're talking about yeah. NBA coach. We don't coach. have we don't have, we don't have time to debate. NBA coach. We don't have time to debate right now. This is a flawed debate. Okay. So anyway, um, the finals real quickly is um, <laughs> Pat Riley versus Red Auerbach. 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 All back. <laughs> <laughs> got to go with all back. So that's it. Red all back comes out of the NBA bracket, and we got to take a break. We'll be right back. How y'all doing? This is Mike Tula with Bring the Paint Sports here at the 2015 Shell Houston Open. This is the final day of the tournament, and we are winding down. Last year we had an exciting finish. It was a playoff between Matt Jones and Matt Kutcher. Matt Jones ended up winning last year. Both golfers returned for this year's tournament. Matt Jones already being cut. Matt Kutcher is 3-under for today, and other notable golfers at the tournament, Sergio Garcia, 8-under. Phil Mickelson is at 11-under. And going into the tournament today, uh, Jordan Spaeth, 21-year-old out of Dallas, Texas, was leading until J.B. Holmes was having a heck of a day going 9-under for the day, pulling ahead at negative 17. Uh, Jordan Spieth, he's two strokes behind, and uh, Johnson Wagner is also in the mix as well. It's going to be an exciting finish. And we will keep you posted here at Bring the Paint Sports. This is Mike Tula signing out. Hey, folks, and welcome back. So we're doing the greatest coach of all time. Uh, so far, out of the college basketball bracket, we got the legendary John Wooden. Out of the college football bracket, we've got the legendary Bear Bryant, both number one seeds in their respective brackets. The first upset came in the NBA, where the number two seed, Red Auerbach, defeated the legendary Zen master, Phil Jackson. He was a number two. So now our final segment is going to be the NFL, which that's what we do here. Number one seed no doubt about it, was Vince Lombardi. Mm. I mean, the freaking trophy is named. <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So Tula briefly talked to me about Vince Lombardi against the number eight seed, Tom Landry. Um, this might be upsetting to some people on this panel. No names? Uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Vince Lombardi here. Get a blocker right here, blocker right here, <laughs> seal the alley, run another alley. I'm going Vince Lombardi. Richard, you're really going to ask me this question. <laughs> I have to stifle my vomit to say this because even though <laughs> he somehow managed to squeak out a win or two against America's team championship, NFL championship game. They never played the Steelers in a championship. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? Vince Lombardi? No, you said America's team. They never played the Steelers. Well, I said America's team. I mean, I mean America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. Even though he managed to squeak out a couple of wins against Landry and America's team, sir. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go with Vincent Lombardi. 
Okie dokie then. I'm still waiting on Richard to go to Green Bay and smack some child, some cow since they're responsible. Oh, I'm, I'm going up there this year. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I'm not going to repeat the, the Booker T speech, but hey, Green Bay Packers, we okay? You. We're coming after you. Okay? I'm just, I'm, I, I will be in Green I will be in Lambo this year for the Cowboys versus uh, Packers. We're playing them on the road. Just letting you know that. Well, well, if you're going to be there, I'm going to be there. Sure. So let's, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, I, I got to go with Lombardi. I mean, they both have two Super Bowls. Oh, but wait, Tom Landry has six NFL championships because that was before the Super Bowl. And then he won the first two Super Bowls. Come on, you can't, you can't disrespect that. So Vince Lombardi. Bill Walsh, number two. Mm. Number seven, Don Shula. I'm going to start with Richard Walker on this one. You can start with me. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Bill Walsh, Don Shula. Bill Walsh was the architect of the West Coast offense. There you which go. Transcended mm -hmm. football. Entire football, period. On every level. On every level. Yep. Um, and the fact that he managed to Here we go. squeak out a win against America's team in nineteen. <laughs> 80 NFC Championship game. Some guy. Eighty-two. Uh, we met him at the uh, Dwight Clark. Uh, the, that guy. Really nice. Whatever, guy. whatever his name is. He, yeah, we had dinner yeah, with Dwight. He, Clark he, he, he squeaked out a lucky catch and you know managed to help them defeat you know America's team. So I will go. with America's that. team's been doing an awful lot of losing. <laughs> <with this segment. laughs> I'm just saying. I'm starting to think that you purposely set this up to where everything went against yeah, America's yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm still salty about my Lions losing. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm salty to Americans right now. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Don Shula the only coach to actually coach a perfect team? Correct. I knew I was wanting to see who was going to bring yeah. that up in '72. So I, there's no way I can't. I mean, even though Bill Walsh changed and, ever, and revolutionized what did you football. Do after that, Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but even though he did change and revolutionize oh, football, yeah, that was different. So but you're going with Don Shula? I, I, I have to just because he's the only one to ever coach a perfect season. Right. Um, you're going off of something that nothing, no one's ever done. You know, Don Shula, you got an argument, but uh, it can't go against Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh, four championships in the 80s. He's an innovator. Got to go with Bill Walsh. Okay. Actually, he's only got three. George Seifert has oh, that fourth. Not bad. So, but still, um, I'm with Jolivet. I had to go with Don Shula, too, simply because he's got two Super Bowls to Walsh's three. People forget him when he coached the Colts. He won a Super Bowl with the Colts. I forgot he wasn't on that four championship team or something. Yeah. Five AFC championships, 14 division championships, and six times coach of the year to Steve, uh, Bill Walsh's two, and he coached an undefeated team. He, Yeah, I had to go with Don Shula, too. I don't blame you. So... Don Shula, first, first upset. Oh. Mm. Well, I'm not sad to see a 49er lose. I'm okay with that. <laughs> of all like people, you're the only one that picked the 49ers. Right? Of all people. Um, Bill Belichick, number three, against number six, Paul Brown, legendary uh, Cleveland Browns coach. Tula. I'm going to go keep this quick, go prisoner of the moment. I'm going to go with Belichick. Okay. Javet? Hmm. Paul Brown. Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Bill Belichick just due to the fact that it's so consistent and it's hard to do what he's been doing year in and year out in this day and age as far as, especially in the turnover rate that 
these right. coaches have right. with their day of free agency. Back then, when you had a team, you had a team. Mm -hmm. They stayed. Together. This day of free agency, he takes nobodies. Well, now I'm not saying they're nobodies, but no, they're people. Right. There are people that you would be like, him? What is he going to play? He, I never heard of this guy. He and all a of a guy sudden. He was a cook at Popeye's and, he, and turned him into the turnover you know, in the Super Bowl. Yes. I mean, you know, he, took the, he took the Popeye's cook and, 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 and turned him into to, to, to a Super Bowl MVP. Well, Bill, Bill, been Bill MVP. Belichick takes guys that you never heard of before they went to New England and then never heard of them after yeah. they left New England. Yeah, exactly. So who you going with, Big Rich? Belichick. Okay. Howard speaks for us. That's it. And over over three different decades. Yeah. He's won mm -hmm. one in three separate decades. Mm -hmm. So Belichick. That was easy. That was easy. I'm not, not decades. I'm sorry, eras. Yeah. He ain't been coaching that yeah. long, but three different eras. So number four and five are the legendary George Hallis, Baltimore Colts, and Chuck No. Oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, Let's oh, start with Jones. Oh, 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 Chuck, Chuck no, Chuck no. Of course, he's a Steelers. Four, Four Super Bowl titles, Steel Curtain. Who did they beat for a couple of those? <laughs> oh, they beat the Cowboys for a couple of those championships. So, perfect segue, Big Rich, who you rolling with? You know what? I think I, <laughs> <laughs> I think we know who I might pick, right? So, I thought you was going to pick uh, 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 Don Shula, too, but you picked yeah. Bill Walsh, so. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to pick Chuck Noll. Chuck Noll. See, look, he know he recognizes. Nah, he, he's going home. Well, complete the upset. Go with Chuck Noll. It's not, yeah. Chuck Noll. So, we got the semis are going to be Vince Lombardi versus Don Shula and Bill Belichick versus Chuck Noll. Tula, Lombardi, Shula. Lombardi. The trophy. <laughs> the trophy. Hmm. Repeat those again. <laughs> <laughs> like on Family Feud, repeat the question. We trying to buy time. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say Steve Lombardi. I'm thinking wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Vince Lombardi and Don Shula. Oh, Vince Lombardi. Okay. Yeah, Vince Lombardi. So, um, the number three versus number five. Bill Belichick versus Chuck Noll. Tula. This is kind of like the Coach K versus absolutely uh, uh, the other back because one of them's still going and mm -hmm. one of them, uh, you know, his, his career is not over yet. However, I'm gonna go with Chuck No. Chuck No, upset for for you. I thought you were gonna say Belichick. I know who you I got. Said, yeah, you you, you doggone right. You know where I'm going. Belichick. Wow, and I was going Belichick too. So it's a tie. Oh, you know yeah, what that yeah. means. <laughs> So it's going to be Belichick. So now it's number one, Vince Lombardi versus number three, Bill Belichick. In the Ooh. Tula. I don't imagine this being that dramatic. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going Lombardi. Richard? If you tried to take the ear out of the trophy, it ain't going to work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. No deflate gate here. Um, <laughs> Damien? Can we, like, take, like, these all Madden teams and, like, Put them on TV and just put on computer and just let them play and see who wins. Like they did on, on Rocky yeah. Balboa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, but no, but honest, no, but honestly, you have to go Vince Lombardi, the guy who the trophy is named after. Absolutely, you have to. It's All named right. After so we got we got about three. I'm going with Lombardi too. So we got about three minutes left in this segment, and we're at the final four. We've got uh, John Wooden versus Bear Bryant. College football Ooh. versus college basketball. And Ooh. then we got Red Auerbach. So that's perfect. We got wow. college against pros. So we got Wooden and the Bear, and then Red Auerbach against Vince Lombardi. Hmm. Tula. 
and this is where it gets interesting now because now you got to got to think outside the box because you're comparing different sports. Right, and uh, I'm not going to be able to have enough time to give my perfect preface to my argument. <laughs> yeah, we. But I'm I'm going gonna, gonna to make my I'm going to make my decision based off of this. The pros, mm -hmm. the pro coaches, they get uh, the products that are created in college, right? So they're going to send out their best players, all that stuff. Okay. Uh, so for that reason alone, I'm not going to go with Arbach or Lombardi. This is really between John Wooden and... Uh, so you're picking John Wooden? And Bear Bryant. Yes, I'm picking John Wooden. I just think that Bear Bryant means so much to football. Oh, uh, man. Out of respect to, to Wooden, because like I say, he's an earth-moving coach. Yep. Having Lou Alcindor is such a huge advantage. Mm -hmm. I got to go with the Bears. They took the slam dunk out of the game for Yeah, you changed your rules outlawed. because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the Bear, but however, in the counter to your argument, professional coaches, they get people that they may not necessarily would have recruited in college, didn't have to deal with them. Right. Good point. Great point. But I'm going with the Bear, too. So the Bears defeated John Wooden. All right. Red Auerbach versus Vince Lombardi. Pro basketball versus pro football. Mm. Big Rich. Vince Lombardi means too much to sports, period. All right. Well, quickly. Lombardi. I, too, second that statement. Who you got? I feel like he's more of a transcendent uh, figure at Lombardi. Absolutely. So this is the matchup that I almost knew was we were going to have because it's football and it's us. So <laughs> Bear Bryant. Greatest college football coach of all time versus Vince Lombardi, greatest college football coach of all time. Real quickly, Tula, who you rolling with? Going with my previous principal, I'm going to go with Bear Bryant. Mm. Rich? <sighs> Got to go with Lombardi. Oh, wow. Okay. Got to go with Lombardi, and you're a Cowboys fan? I know. I know they're, like, know. <laughs> pooping all over your head right now. Bear. You bear. <laughs> okay, so I'm going with Lombardi, too. Because, again, pro football, Vince Lombardi is pro football. Again, they named the championship trophy after the man. He won the first two Super Bowls. Got to go with it. So, the champion, BTP's greatest sports coach of all time is Vince Lombardi. And this has been a great show, folks. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. This is Mitchell Brock, and we will see you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.